Dave Anderson here with the Fisherman Magazine. It's April 13th. These are your headlines. We're hearing a lot of salt water stuff this week. We've got haddock biting off of the Cape. We're hearing about some keeper blackfish in Rhode Island. And we're hearing about the advancement of schoolies along the coast. Stay tuned for all that and more on this week's New England Fishing Forecast. The Fishing News is sponsored by these fine partners. Before we begin, I just got a couple of news items I want to cover. The first one concerns scup and sea bass regulations. I was kind of waiting, trying to hope for Massachusetts to get their act together and get their regs out, but they still haven't released them. Um, just going to go ahead and announce the ones that I've got from Rhode Island and Connecticut now because we're getting kind of close to the beginning of scup season. So um, without further ado, here's what I've heard. Um, first thing. And we're going to cover sea bass first. There's quite a few differences between Connecticut and Rhode Island, unfortunately. And um, so we'll start there. Uh, sea bass in Connecticut, it's going to be open May 19th. It's going to stay open through the end of the season, except, or through the end of the year, I should say, through New Year's Eve. Um, but there's going to be a short close period in there. It's going to be from June 24th to July 7th. And that's a 16-inch minimum, so no change to the minimum size, and a five-fish bag limit. Uh, for party and charter, it's going to open the same day. So, I mean, the season's going to be the same. It's going to be from May 19th through the end of the year. But there's going to be no little closed season in there at the beginning of the summer. And there are two bag limits. So the first bag limit is going to run through the, uh, through the end of August, and that's going to be a five-fish bag limit. And then from September 1st through the end of the year, you're going to have a seven-fish bag limit. So that's, that's pretty good. That's a good boost for the party and charter fleet. Over in Rhode Island, things are quite a bit different, and you're going to see, and I don't know what the numbers were, I don't know if the overages in Rhode Island were that much worse than what we saw in Connecticut, um, but they didn't take that short closure in the middle of the summer there, and the regulations seem to suffer as a result. Um, so the season will open on May 22nd, and it's going to run till, uh, well, that, that first part of the season is going to run till August 26th. And in that time, we're going to see an increase uh, in the minimum size to 16 and a half inches, and it's going to be a two-fish bag limit. After that, it's going to be, so that would be from August 27th through the end of the year, uh, 16 and a half inch minimum size, and you're going to see a boost in the bag limit by one fish to three fish. Um, so again, in Connecticut, you got five. In Rhode Island, you got two or three. Um, seems like taking that little hit, taking that little... Uh, spell of time off from sea bass fishing was a better move. Uh, party and charter fleet in Rhode Island is going to have it's going to open on J June 18th. It's going to run uh, the first part of the season going to run till the end of August. That's two fish at 16 inches, so they don't have to go up a half inch. And then from September 1st through New Year's Eve, you're going to have a six fish limit, also at 16 inches. So again, a good little boost for the um, for the party and charter fleet. Moving over to scup and porgies. Um, the regulations are the same for both uh, states. It's a 10.5 inch minimum unless you're fishing from shore. So that's an increase from 10 inches to 10.5. But if you're fishing from shore, you're actually getting a decrease from 10 inches down to 9.5 inches. Both have a 30 fish limit. 
The season is open from May 1st all the way to the end of the year, to the end of December. And um, party and charters got basically the same regulations, same season. Uh, but they get a bonus season that opens on September 1st and runs through Halloween. And that goes from 30 fish to 40 fish. And that's, again, with a 10 and a half inch minimum size. Um, and that's the party and charter fleet. And uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was something that kind of hits me every time at this time of the year, or every year at this time of the year. And that is, you know, I start looking at water temperatures. And um, I was looking at, you know, I just kind of automatically started checking water temps uh, this, this week. And um, so what I've seen is we're a little ahead of schedule right now, which is a good thing. Um, the offshore water temps are still pretty cold. If you go out south of Block, you're still looking like 44 degrees. You come up into Newport, you're starting to see 46, 47 degrees, depending on the tide, depending on the day. And if you go up into the upper bay, now we're flirting with 50. We've got like 49 and a half, 49.7 at times. Um, and, you know, 50 degrees is the magic number for a lot of fish species. Um, now certainly, you know, everybody says that's the, the magic number for stripers. I have seen, especially schoolies, you know, guys are getting in 47 degree water. Guys are getting in 46 degree water uh, at di during different years. Uh, so it's not a uh, it's not a cut and dried thing, but 50 degrees is definitely one of those point of no points of no return. You know where things are definitely going to start to happen. You're going to see blackfish moving inshore at that time as well, uh, with with greater urgency or with greater frequency. Um, you head out of Narragansett Bay, you start heading east. You think maybe the water temps are going to go down. Well, actually, when you get to Woods Hole, it's about the same as Newport. We're looking at 46, 47, 47 and a half degrees depending on the tide. Uh, the only, you know, once you go north of the Cape, things start to drop down a little bit. So you're looking at 44 degrees in Cape Cod Bay. You get up more toward Boston, you're starting to go 43. You're starting to, you know, starting to drop down. So there's still a little bit of time uh, to go up there. But in our, you know, in the southern New England region, things are, things are moving along pretty good. Central Long Island Sound, still 44 degrees, but the warmest water temperature I found, you know, quote unquote, out front was 49 and a half degrees. That was Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh, so, you know, things are progressing, things are going well, um, and what's that mean? You know, historically, that means the schoolies are going to start to show up sooner than, than average, um, and we're already seeing some schoolies moving into Rhode Island waters now, we're hearing about some fish out front in Connecticut as well. Um, it's also going to mean that the blackfish move up a little bit sooner, it may mean that the uh, fluke season starts a little bit sooner, so when we see water temperatures that are warmer than the average, it usually means that things are just going to happen faster. And when things happen faster, we're all happy. And the last thing we'll talk about in the news portion here is the giveaway, which is ongoing. Got a couple more uh, pictures this week, a couple good ones, but still none that beat that one I got last week. Uh, last week's is the clear front runner right now. We still got a month to go. We're going to cl close this out on May 17th, um, giving away a ounce and a half darter made by me. And uh, we're going to have some uh, Missouri stuff for the runner-up. And if you don't know how this thing works, it's pretty simple. You just got to take a picture of you with your fish. It's got to show you and the fish. And it's got to be a recently caught fish. Send it to me at danderson at thefisherman.com or text it to the number on the screen. If you do email it, just make sure you put giveaway or uh, contest in the subject line so I can sort it out easily and find it. I'll compile those photos. I'll pick my favorites. And then we'll pick some winners and we'll probably start another one to uh, kind of kick off the uh, meat of the spring season. And uh, now we're going to move over to the reports.
jumping up into Massachusetts, um, as we were talking about there on sort of the news thing, um, talking about water temps, I took a look at the water temps up on the North Shore, and um, it's still, you know, 42 degrees, so yeah, there's a long way to go before they see their first fresh schoolies of the year, but that hasn't stopped the uh, local holdover population from starting to get active as things have gotten warmer. For a little more on that, let's toss it over now to James Jukes. Well, I'm out at a little different spot today. Just checking out a herring run, doing a count for them. As you can see, we have some contrast plates in the river. We count herring here. Uh, as far as the report is concerned, trout fishing still active. Largemouth, pike. Man, I'll tell you, it's going on in the Merrimack right now. Been out shad fishing a couple times myself and I've seen nothing but suckers and carps. <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? Fish a fish. They'll be here soon. Uh, the holdover striper fishing has been pretty fierce as well, Dave. Uh, I don't know about in other parts, but you know, north of Boston, things are just continuing to get better every day. Uh, I'll be out quite a bit, probably every day now. So anybody else that's gonna get out, better get out, get started. Damn you, let's go catch some fish. Anyways, Dave, all is well, fishing's great. Have a good one. Now heading down toward the Boston area and really any one of these harbors that you can kind of head out into Cape Cod Bay or into the northern parts of, uh, of that area. Uh, the haddock fishing has started to pick up. Now, most of the trips that I'm hearing about are sort of prospecting trips. It's not a lot of, um, and I don't know anyone that's running actual trips right now, although that may start at any time. But the guys that have been out there are finding fish. It hasn't been gangbusters, but it's been good. Uh, these guys are jigging down, you know, 100 feet, 100, 150 feet of water or more. Uh, but all indications point to the bite being solid, not lights out, but looking pretty good. So that's one thing you guys can do, whether you can find a guy that's running trips or you want to take your own boat out there and do it. Um, now, as we get down into like Plymouth area and out onto the Cape, the largemouth bass fishing has been really good. We've been talking about it for weeks now, but it seems like over these past two weeks, it has really just kind of hit a major crescendo. Um, and I thought, you know, last week was going to be the big week. There was a lot of big fish caught. We were on the moon, but it's continuing. Um, I saw another nice fish from my buddy Mike Lucini. He had a 7-1 last week. He had a 6-9 this week. Uh, a couple other big fish coming through, too. Mike's been getting his fish on jigs. I've seen some other guys getting fish on swim baits. I talked to uh, Dan Southwick. He said he's had a really good rat bite during the day. He's had some fish, you know, into the, into the five-pound range anyway, maybe a couple even bigger than that. Uh, so that's, you know, a, a rat, if you don't know, is a wake bait, just fishing like a, like a plug that swims right on the surface, and, and it's a big bait, you know. Uh, so these fish are definitely showing a lot of aggression right now, and uh, that bass bite, it just seems to be, it just seems to keep getting better. Uh, definitely something that you can take advantage of right now. Uh, also, trout fishing on the Cape has been red hot. Uh, the stocking trucks have been just they've been burning the tires off those things. I mean, they're just crisscrossing the state. If you look on the website, uh, you'll see they're just dumping trout everywhere right now. Also, next week, the, uh, the state is the thing they, that they call schools out, help stock trout. Um, I'll put some stuff up on the screen here so you guys can learn a little bit more about it. 
but there's going to be one next Wednesday. Actually, there's going to be two next Wednesday in Plymouth. One's at Long Pond. One is at Little Pond. I think they're at 11 and 12 o'clock, respectively. Uh, could be 10 and 11, though. You may want to check the website for that. Um, but basically, if you got, you know, kids all are on school vacation next week, um, you can take them down there. The stocking trucks are going to be there. They're going to do a presentation. They're going to show you how they do it. They're going to show you the fish, and then they're going to let the kids take the fish in buckets and stock them into the water. I'm going to bring my daughter down to that one in Plymouth, so um, if you guys want to head down and say hello, I'll be there. I'm going to definitely be shooting part of my video, maybe the whole thing. Uh, at the presentation and uh, hopefully my daughter will get a chance to dump one of those trout in. I know they're going to be doing some of the broodstock browns too so there's going to be some really big fish stock. It should be a really fun and interesting afternoon uh, so definitely don't want to miss that. Um, as James was talking about uh, the holdover populations really throughout the entire state uh, seem to be getting a lot more active over the last five days. Uh, we've had a lot more warmer weather. We've had you know just stable weather water's warming up the herring are moving in and uh, these fish are really starting to become more and more active i don't know of any fresh fish or even supposedly fresh fish that were caught in massachusetts waters yet but that is definitely something we'll be looking for next week um, to wrap things up in the massachusetts report we got two in the reports this week uh, the first one we're going to toss it over now to our friend roy Leva. hey dave roy Leva here with this week's fishing report from western mass um, it is windy today. Hopefully you can hear me. Um, fishing continues to be great. Uh, we've got these summer-like temps uh, that are just, I mean, it's just ridiculous for this time of year. Uh, I don't know what that's going to do to the fishing going forward. I know next week we got a cold front coming in on the weekend. That should turn things back to normal. But this is going to put a hamper on a few things, I think, when the water gets this warm this quick. Uh, some of these fish species don't know what to do. But other than that, it's a great time to be out. And with that said, kids are on vacation next week, I believe. Uh, the state is rolling, doing a phenomenal job stocking. Uh, and I think they have some, some events next week. You can check on the Mass Wildlife website uh, and look for them uh, where you can actually come out and learn about the trout and stocking and even help clean up. So check out those events uh, going on next week for the week of school vacation. Uh, obviously with that a lot of trophy trout will go in uh, this week and next week um, which is always a good thing good to see those in the water uh, also um, the state has actually uh, implemented two new uh, species native species to the sport uh, sports fishing awards program uh, one being fall fish and the other being suckers uh, this is actually a really good time right now to go out and catch suckers. Uh, they're actually spawning right now, so you can find them in big, massive schools in some of the rivers or, or lakes that they're in. Uh, other than that, I don't have much else to say, but the fishing's been great. Uh, if you haven't been out this year, this weekend is the perfect time. Weather's going to be good. Kids are off of school, and uh, there's nothing better than grabbing the rods and, and heading out to your local water. All right, catch you guys next week. Now we're going to toss it over to a new guy uh, to the reports, a friend of mine, Steve Regless. He is the maker of Steve's UV leaves, and uh, he's going to give us a report on what's going on in the northern portions of the Connecticut River and some other fisheries. It's official. The spring run has begun on the Connecticut River, with reports of the first shad being caught 
and down in Connecticut below the border in the tributaries and also up here in Massachusetts in the tributaries there has been some fish caught. Uh, there was also a report of some schoolie striped bass being caught in the Oyo Chicopee area before the river got blown up. Uh, there was also some smallmouth bass being caught on live bait and lures. Um, there was also a beautiful walleye caught by Roger Moran Jr. Um, but since the water's gone up, it has slowed everything down. Um, so as we go into the weekend, it looks like the river's going down. There's no rain in sight. So with the warming trend, we might hit 50 by this weekend, which is the magical number for Shad. So if you can get out there this weekend, this is gonna be a good start to the season. This is Steve Regals. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out at, to me at stevesuvleaves.com. Thanks, guys. Moving over into Rhode Island, started to hear more guys prospecting, uh, doing some bottom fishing. So I heard uh, one guy that went south of Block Island looking for codfish, said he found plenty of fish out there. He also found a keeper tog out there. Moving back in closer to home, closer to uh, you know the inland waters, we are hearing about more blackfish action again this week. Not a ton of fish, but you know some guys getting out there and finding, you know, grinding out some keeper-sized fish. It's all in that same region we were talking about last week too, from like Point Judith over to uh, Jamestown, and then kind of over to that western side of Newport. Um, a lot of deep water, a lot of structure-rich bottom, and uh, just a lot of you know crazy changes in bottom and de depth. So you you know you can cover a lot of water depths in a short in a short area, short span of time, it makes it easier to find the fish, and uh, some guys are having some success. So, uh, black fishing is an option. Cod fishing is also an option if you don't mind taking a ride. Uh, on the striper end of things, we just heard about a few more fish along the South County beaches, and I heard about the first fish showing up in Newport this week. Um, you know, small schoolies in the corners of the beaches. If you don't know what that means, the corners of the, the beaches in Newport. First, second, and third beach. It's mostly first and second beach. They're like deep coves, you know, rocky coves with like a sandy top end. And in the corners of that top end, uh, a lot of times, especially when we got like a hard south, south or southwest wind, those fish will stack up in those corners. Um, so going down there and throwing a small bucktail or throwing like a cocoa minnow or sometimes throwing a jumping minnow uh, or any, you know, little soft plastic paddle tail on a light jig head. It's going to put you in position to maybe catch your first fresh schoolie of the year. Um, as time progresses, too, you start seeing some slot fish moving into those same areas uh, during these, you know, during these migration periods. So it's definitely a really good place to check if you're trying to hook that first schoolie of the year. Same thing, you know, just like the West Wall, just like the Breachways, you know, they attract some of these first fish, and um, definitely a good spot to check out. Uh, moving inland to the uh, to the freshwater side of things, opening day was last weekend, and by all accounts, it was a rousing success. Lots of fish taken. We saw pictures of all different species, from golden trout, uh, some of those Sebago salmon, some rainbow trout, some brook trout. Um, you know, the state again did a phenomenal job stocking, and uh, by all accounts, the fishing is still great and should continue to be that way well into May, if not throughout the entire month. Uh, also hearing about good largemouth bass fishing in Rhode Island waters. Um, still some fish being taken on jerk baits. Uh, here's my buddy Robbie with a solid fish that he took last week in a Rhode Island pond. Also saw uh, Jeremy Campbell. He's a guy I follow on Instagram. He calls himself Big Bite at Midnight. He puts up a lot of big fish at this time of the year. Definitely worth a follow if you like to see uh, local guys that catch big largemouth. He took his son out and his 12-year-old son got a 7-1, I think it was, or was it 
anyways, and over over seven pounds. They had a couple other nice fish that same night. All these fish taken in the dark on wake baits, so um, definitely letting you know that these fish are very aggressive right now, and the big fish are on the feed. So uh, whether you're fishing Massachusetts, Rhode Island, or Connecticut, um, now's a really good time to get out there and have a really good shot at getting your biggest largemouth of the year. And that's what I have for you guys in Rhode Island this week. Over in Connecticut, you know, the saltwater fishing is lagging behind a little bit, although I did hear some news about some winter flounder from our friend Mikey D'Alfonso. Uh, he went out two days this week. He had a limit the first day, then he had a single fish the second day. Uh, he said the bite's been, you know, for, for flounder fishing, it's been really good. Um, he was fishing the eastern end of the sound. Uh, I don't know exactly where, but, you know, we could probably narrow it down to a few places, like somewhere inside Niantic Bay or maybe outside of the Thames, Bluff Point area, something like that. Um, but the bite's been, you know, again, for flounder fishing, the bite's been pretty good. Uh, might be worth a shot. Uh, he even got one of those fish from shore. Um, <clears throat> as far as black fishing goes, not hearing a lot of guys going out and doing it yet. Um, if you're going to find them, it's probably going to be in Niantic Bay at this time of the year, but not a lot of guys have been out prospecting, at least as far as I have talked about, or at least as far as the guys I've spoken to, I should say. Most people are concentrating on freshwater fishing right now. Hey Dave, uh, coming to you from the Farmington River today. The weather's beautiful and it's really kind of skyrocketed uh, our fishing and kicked it in the gear. Um, the water temp, depending on where you, are on the where you are on the stream, can range anywhere from 51 degrees to 47 degrees. Um, pretty soon the Hendricksons will be hatching which is one of the four major super hatches. And that really kicks off some uh, potential phenomenal dry fly fishing. So anglers heading out uh, up to the Farmington or other rivers in the area, um, you're gonna wanna have some Hendrickson dry flies on you. And in the morning, the nymphs should produce for their migrational and behavioral drifts. And that can occur anywhere from first light to 9 a.m and sometimes even afterwards. Sometimes you'll get some good pushes right before the hatch kicks off. But generally, once the hatch kicks off, um, the nipping can slow down a little bit, and that's where you should be looking for heads. So um, that's the news this week. Other than that, if you're getting out, still be safe. There are some high flows in some of the streams, and the water is still somewhat cold. Back to you, Dave. Subscribe to the Fisherman Magazine today and compete in the Dream Boat Fishing Challenge. It's the Fisherman subscriber-only season-long region-wide multi-species fishing competition, the Winner Steigercraft, and many more prizes. Subscribe, fish, win. And the stocked ponds are just crushing it right now. A lot of fish coming out of all these ponds. Um, the state continues to stock like crazy. It's not even worth trying to highlight one or the other. They're all good right now. Go on the deep website, do a little research, find the one that's closest to you. You're going to go and you're going to catch fish. Um, also, didn't hear from Rowan, so he must be, if I had to guess, he's, uh, he's probably fishing right now. Um, so if you, there's a possibility that he'll send me a late report, and if he does, I'll stick it in right here. But um, what I've heard from him is that the carp fishing has really started to start to percolate. Um, you know, the, the river's high, the fish are up into, the, into some of these wooded areas, and uh, the bite has been really good, a lot of sight fishing opportunities. Also seeing tons of panfish photos online right now, the crappy fishing and the white perch and the yellow perch fishing, all very good. Um, I would have to assume that the pickerel fishing is excellent right now, and um, there's probably some, probably some pike to be had as well. 
If you head way up the river, you're probably going to start to get into some smallmouth action now. And, um, you know, we're hearing about more and more shad action now. So any one of those hot spots on the Connecticut River that's, that's known to put out some shad, uh, now would be a good time to go and give it a shot. If you want to learn a little bit more about that, you may want to read Aaron Swanson's article from the April edition. Uh, runs down, you know, the whole the whole scene. And if you're if you're really interested, you may want to go back a year to last April and read his other article about getting into the shad fishery. Both very informative, very well written, and by a guy that knows what he's talking about. Uh, heading west from there, it's a lot of the same stuff. Guys, largemouth bass fishing are doing well. Guys, trout fishing are crushing it. A uh, few possibly fresh fish along the beaches, especially as you get west of New Haven. Uh, but most of the striper guys are fishing up inside the Housatonic, which continues to put out fish. Um, definitely some herring moving up into the river now. Uh, the nighttime is putting out the bigger fish, but we're seeing more and more fish and more and more quality during the day. For a little bit more on that and some of the other fisheries out that way, let's toss it over now to Max Finch from Fisherman's World. Hey everyone, Max here from Fisherman's World with another local fishing report. The striper bite continues to get better, and on the freshwater side, the trout are biting really well. Local in our waters along our beaches and all the way down west now to the Throgs Neck, we've heard of some nice bass in the mid-20 pound class. We've seen bass on our beaches, way up our tidal rivers, in the mouths of our harbors, feeding on baby bunkers, silver sides, and the springtime herring like blueback and alewives. Along our beaches like Calf Pasture to you know Southport and then Sherwood Island, we've seen a lot of slot fish this year. So that's a good sign. Hopefully the fishing continues to get better and we get some hefty fish moving through. Anglers on the Housatonic are also finding some nice fish fishing way up towards the dam. And then O'Sullivan's Island throwing stuff like SP minnows, cold snipers to imitate herring. And then of course your favorite soft plastic on a lead head. All the way down at the mouth now, guys using the fly rod. This is a good chance to cast in on the action going on as these bass are leaving the river to flood out onto our beaches in open water. On the freshwater side, the trout in the Mianus, the Nauk River, and the Saugatuck has been fishing very well. You know, your favorite rooster tails or your little lead heads, small grubs, you know, live shiners, earthworms, mealworms, trout worms, you name it. Also, the Saugatuck Reservoir opened this past Saturday. I've seen a lot of nice bass come out of there. I didn't see any big trout, but I did see a couple walleye and one, <clears throat> one very hefty largemouth bass around like six pounds. All right, thanks and good luck. And before we wrap up the reports, we're going to take a short flight down to Costa Rica and hear what's going on at Marina Pez Vela. Hey there guys, this is Ben Gilmore checking in from Costa Rica and the Marina Pez Vela with this week's fishing report. We got a nice little bite going on offshore here right now. We got some blue marlin happening offshore, primarily 30 to 40 miles out at the moment, the blue marlin. We got some nice sailfish action out there and you should have seen the tuna today guys yellowfin tuna from 30 pounds to 100 pounds busting absolutely everywhere as they were feasting on big schools of flying fish just national geographic scenes out there so offshore fishing wise we got a huge tournament coming up next week it's the offshore world championships where the marina pez vela will be hosting teams from all over the world we can't wait for that one and stay tuned for the results of that one coming soon Closer to shore, we got rooster fish going on, as well as snook, snapper, jackson, mackerel. This is Ben Gilmore, guys, from the Marina Pez Vela. Back to you. That's what I have for you guys this week in the reports. And we got beautiful weather. We got a lot of fish, fish species that are now active. Um, it's it's time. It's time to get out there and make it happen. Uh, hopefully, these reports will inspire you to do just that. And um, 
If you're not a subscriber to The Fisherman, I highly recommend heading over to thefisherman.com and checking out what we've got to offer. There's enough free content on there to give you a full taste of what we offer. We cover the entire region from Delaware all the way up to Maine and all the fisheries that you can think of in that area. And we do some travel stuff that reaches outside our range as well. But we cover freshwater, we cover saltwater, surf, offshore, inshore, paddleboard, and all those species from tilefish and tuna to striped bass and largemouth bass and everything in between. So head over there and check us out. It's 30 bucks for the year. You're gonna get 12 print editions sent to your house and 26 digital editions sent to your email. You'll also get digital access to all three editions. So you can subscribe to the New England edition, which is my edition, or you can do Long Island, or you can do New Jersey. Uh, but in any case, you're gonna have access to all of those. It's the best 30 bucks you can spend in fishing. But if you're still not convinced, at the very least, give us a like and subscribe here on YouTube and hit that little bell thing down there so you get a notification every time we post something new. I appreciate you guys for watching, and we'll see you next week.